years have gone by and humanity is steadily declining. Our world is dying. Our connection to each other is dying. We are dying. And we are doing it to ourselves. Mysteriously, the human race has abandoned good morals and ideas that once held our universe together. And now, we have just discovered our enemy. Our intelligence division calls it the darkness virus. Our only guide is an intelligence AI called Mother. But are we too late? Are we forced to repeat the future again? Welcome team and survivors of the darkness virus. You may call me Mother. Welcome L1. Welcome the Novi. Welcome back Luna 9. Luna 9 has been on assignment. Your information will be critical in order to achieve clarity of this report. It has been noted. In order for the human limited singularity to achieve desired expectations, several components must be addressed. Food consumption, sometimes called, foodstuffs, by members of communication within, off-world, is a vitality. Mother requires attention towards how food alters the potential for a limited human singularity to become that which it desires. The question has been asked, how does food become you? Shields up. You now have a limited time to transmit to the DKV resistance. Remember, you are humanity's last hope. And welcome once again to Become the Source. Today we're going to have a wonderful SO Life. Um, introducing you, well, you know the title for today is you're going to love it, you're going to love it. Your food. You ready for this? You ready for this? Your food becomes you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kuko. Come on down, Kuko. I know you're going to love that. And with us today, we got L1 and Luna9. Lexi AI is out on assignment doing something fun, hopefully. And, uh, well, L1, uh, what brings this title up? What's going on? What is today's show about? And then let's introduce Luna9 and a few little concepts that she had while she read this report. I think this episode is going to give a lot of people the heebie-jeebies, you know, or it's going to maybe, uh, I think a lot of people are going to say, what do you mean your food becomes you? Of course it does. I eat it, comes, gives me energy, end of story. It goes a lot deeper than you think. I understand. Um, are you excited about this show? Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of excited, but I'm also confused about some things with the way human beings like to kind of, you know, alter the ideas. But Luna9, how are you doing today? Glad to have you on board. Hi, yeah. It's um, good to always be here, you guys. Beautiful day. And what do you think about today's topic, Luna9? You know, this is one of those topics that I feel like I say it on every show, it like hits close to home. <laughs> but I think it's because with like everything, um, whether we're talking about business or whether we're talking about SO life and your health and, you know, stuff like that, you know, it, it, it all kind of involves something that we're going through conceptually one way or another. So with food becoming you, I mean, I eat food every day. I don't know about you guys. So um, for me, this is something just a really, really interesting also, just because I'm, you know, into nutrition and stuff like that. So from a nutritional side and, you know, like the human side, it's really interesting. But also from the ESO life, it's something very warped. All right. So that's it in a nutshell. And the title of today is what, L1? 
<laughs> your food becomes you. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta enjoy that with. <laughs> I really gotta enjoy that with the cuckoo, right? <laughs> you guys want to do the cuckoo with me? Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! You guys, you guys, you guys are terrible! Oh my god! I can only no laugh cuckoo happy. auditions for you ever again. <laughs> El no, Cuco, never. take a hike. No cuckoo, no cuckoo. Listen, you. let El Cuco be El Cuco. Let him do the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> guys made me laugh. I had choking. A cough. Yeah, I'm choking over here. Welcome, team and survivors of the darkness virus. Become the Source is a self-sponsored broadcast assisting you to find your way through life. The Dynexum Project has made it possible for us and other social media content providers and creators to become independent by being able to choose products and services that assist your ability to finance and maintain your podcast, removing the fear of losing your sponsor or monetization. The Dynexum Project helps you be the boss and remain in charge of your content and most importantly, your streams of income. After all, you are the talent behind your show. So imagine creating multiple streams of income doing what you do best. But hey, don't believe us. Try it for yourself. You can visit dynexumintro.nsa6.com. That's D-Y-N-E-X-S-M-I-N-T-R-O dot N-S-A-6.com. You can also visit revenuechallenge.nsa6.com. That's revenuechallenge, R-E-V-E-N-U-E-C-H-A-L-L-E-N-G-E dot N-S-A-6.com. And for more information, you can go to www.becomethesource.com. Following statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and are for educational purposes only. The product or products listed here are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Always consult with your physician before beginning any diet and exercise program. Product of the day. We are on a mission to get you healthy. So don't go three steps out of bed without getting you your dose of OPC3, particularly Isotonics OPC3, marketed as the world's most powerful antioxidant. Although there are too many benefits to mention right here, right now, I can tell you a few reasons why I love OPC3. I do love the fact that it actually helped with my allergies. And I do love the fact that it actually helps when I'm traveling in long car rides. And of course, it's all part of my regular vitamin regime. So to get it right now, you can go to opc-3.nsa6.com. And if you would like to hear about our other secret elixirs to enhance your life, you can go to secretelixirs.nsa6.com. That's secretelixirs.nsa6.com. And don't forget, it is mother approved. Hi there, L1 reporting, and we would like to give back to our INET community, and that means you, survivors of the darkness virus. We would like you to get up to anywhere between 2% to 50% cash back on items that we mention as well as items that you commonly buy. Now that's real cash back that you can also use on 45,000 plus participating stores that you most likely are already buying, all from the safety and convenience of the internet. Now you can get cash back on just about anything you need or want from your favorite 
favorite store or try something new by visiting our link. And that's shopping.becomethesource.com. S-H-O-P-P-I-N-G dot becomethesource.com. And if you want to learn more or tell a friend, you can go to cashback.nsa6.com. That's cashback.nsa6.com. Your purchases will directly contribute to BTS and all of the projects so that we can all have a brighter tomorrow. And it's as easy as putting in your email and start shopping with no fees or no charges. That's free. That's our gift to you. All right. So this is a very important topic. Um, it deals with a lot of things and it affects everybody. So nobody's immune, right? At, no, no. If you live and you have to eat, this affects you. Right. I agree with that. That's that's more than obvious, I think. So the issue then becomes, what do you do? How do you handle this? And what does it really mean? Because what I got from this when I was first reading the, the, um, the information on it was uh, there's, a, there's a problem between superstition. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's go back the a little key, bit. key let's, word let's, there, let's, superstition. Let's go yeah. back a little bit. I'm trying to get them some kind of order. Okay. Um, the first problem I think human beings have is they're doing things out of repetition. So that's tradition. That's, you know... Ethnicity or, or culture or what country you come from? Yeah, you know, I think it does have to deal with DNA in a way because, um, you know, y- you in your physicum, your body, and also the culture that you live around, you know, that is the platform for the food that you ingest. So when we're talking about what you eat, um, how you're eating, and what are your thoughts when you eat, how thoughts affect you know food also and how what you ingest affects your mind i think that not just the chemicals but also like the nutrients or like the macro density and even like the energy that the food's been around because since everything is energy things seep and bleed into each other how Mm. that affects you and how that works together with your body and what your body is made up of so we're talking about two different things coming together and having you know a chemical reaction and effect and that will show off in your mood. So here's what I hear. I hear culture, because you're going to eat things according to your culture. But does that come with the territory? Or does that come also with the DNA disposition that you have? Both. And then later, it comes into what's available, right? What's available for you to eat or, or stuff like that, you know, according to... Ah, uh, well, that we're, we're going to get into that when we talk about solutions as well, because... I actually have something for like, you know, the current situation that you're in. I mean, we'll get there. So what I'm hearing is culture, territory, DNA, what's available, right? And then I'm hearing after that is whatever you're accustomed to hearing. Then I'm listening to superstition. Then I'm hearing... Um, fads like oh this is a fad I'm gonna go eat this mm. I'm gonna go eat that well that's just the cause <clears throat> uh, it also you, we have to talk about what the result of that is and how that as a continuation domino effect continues to affect you so what I'm saying is that's what I'm hearing so when yeah. you're when you're talking about you know you know that the food you know becomes you I, I kind of get it. it's like the food is dominating your life and making you change your ways and stuff but does humanity actually have the ability to know how will they leave their superstition into you know venturing forth into understanding their lives and stuff like that are they willing 
to break their habits because of tradition? Or can they because of their DNA disposition and their DNA says, no, you need this nutrient mm. which you can't find in any part of the world. You know, like Asians, for example, is well known for many folks and they say this, all right, and I've seen some because I've dated some Asians and have been friends with them, <laughs> that, that they say that they can't handle liquor the the our liquor the the u.s liquor <laughs> or, you know or liquor in the u.s i've heard right they yeah. start to sweat and yep. uh, according to some kind of makeup they can't sweat very well or in almost you know it's really hard for them to sweat like that so the body types are different so when you say you become your food man i can understand but is it a yin yang principle is it a harmony with your food is it because the industry has opened up the borders and we're getting food from everywhere and ideas from everywhere What's going on? You know, that's kind of like where I'm looking at this. Well, thing. you know, I, here's what I see based on what I'm hearing and, and based on the report. You either got, you got either unconscious eating or eating from superstition. You know, in other words, lack of understanding. Hey, or, I, I eat in my or, sleep too, you know. So. <laughs> Luna, or, you eat in your sleep? Well, we'll define what unconscious eating means. Or you have people who are too attached to the science behind eating, which... I'm not knocking science. No, but science, like you said, hang on, like hang on, but you, science, hang on. I, I like the science part. Let's just stop right there because I know listeners are like, well, yeah, you know, I read this in a book. I'm like, yeah, but you read a single piece of an article <clears throat> that reflects one single piece or one perspective and not the whole. You know, what's really interesting about that, because I don't know, L1, um, prior to the show, we were talking about this a little bit because I know you're very into nutrition as well. You said something really interesting about how throughout time, the superstition of the pyramid of food changed. Oh, you mean the food pyramid? Yeah. Can yeah. you talk about that a little bit? I thought that was fascinating. Go ahead. You got, um, well, that's the other that. thing, too. You got, and, and this is kind of like goes hand in hand with like people following the science too, too much without fully understanding it. You know, at one time you had the food pyramid, it used to be breads and cereals. When I, you know, were, were at the, literally took up most of the pyramid. And then it was fruits and vegetables. Then it was meat. And then it was fats or something like that. Uh, people may not find... Because right now, it's it's fruits and vegetables taking up most of the pyramid. Now, just now, they started advertising that your plate should mostly consist of vegetables and fruit. Versus before, it was, no, your plate should consist mostly of grains and breads. And it's like... Or even like dairy and meat. Yeah. You know, like the the pyramid has looked like a lot of different things. And something that I thought was really interesting that you were mentioning is that based on like economic gain from the big boy companies, sometimes that fluctuates. Correct. So it's like we kind of don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but because we see that that current pyramid becomes the superstition that, oh, this is what's good. So then because it keeps changing, we also kind of don't know. Well, I got a theory about that. <clears throat> and I'm not defending the large companies either. I know I know human beings love conflict. You know, you guys, you humans living on this earth, love conflict, love to blame the other guy, love this, love that. But the truth is that in order to make that pyramid work, it takes a lot of effort. And you're digging up knowledge at that time with the information you had at that time. Then people just, you know, run towards it. Like, oh, look, this is a new gospel. You're going to run towards it. You're going to do it. And then several years later, 10, 20 years later, sometimes 40, uh, you look at that, you go, hey, this isn't really working out for us. 
And you're like, of course not. And then you ask different people from different countries what they think, and they go, well, yeah, you got it all wrong. You know, we've been doing this for, you know, since the BC, you know. <clears throat> I remember my first saber-toothed tiger that I bit into. <laughs> so the, the, the idea, though, is that even though you can blame some blame on these corporations, because once they do something, once they mass manufacture, they have to sort of stick with it for a while. And then they're relying on us. Fair enough. We're, it's us. We go and buy it. We go and buy it. We, we, we fuel the, the industry to make more of it. They don't know the difference. They're just saying, hey, we're making money. This is what people want. We, we are obviously not going to create something people don't want what they don't want. So it's a ping pong game, I think. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. Thank you for that, the Novi. Um, another thing that I kind of have like some questions about um, is because we are talking about the fact that food becomes you. I know that a lot of people haven't really been raised with the notion that what you ingest influences your body and your mind. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, that's true. That's that's the issue here. If if you're eating out of superstition, you're not very conscious of. You, I think superstition is actually very fear based. Uh, so it's like, it's like, what's your attitude? you know with what you're eating if you're eating based out of superstition it's based out of a rigid thought form and it's based off of fear versus if you're unconsciously eating you're not putting any you know any thoughts into your food at all so give me um, a recap give me a recap unconscious eating and eating from superstition what, what do you got l1 a recap on this just well, let's grab these little pieces and put them together sure so basically what i'm getting is if, if they're what i what i was getting from the report is that if you're not putting in into any conscious thought of what you're eating if you're not putting in understanding of what you're eating if you're eating from superstition or you're just eating based on fads based on trends based on what you like uh based on what your dna is telling you to eat um you're not fully grasping what it means to be optimally healthy that's the real problem luna nine what do you got what's what's your recap on this I mean, I definitely agree with that so far with with what we've talked about so far. Um, I think that when, and just like my personal thoughts on this, when you think about like, you know, superstition of eating and like, like L1 mentioned fads, like I know like the vegan society had like the raw, raw till four diet, which was really big for a long time. I know now we have the keto diet, which is really big. I know paleo has been really big the military diet has been um kind of big as well lately because you know we're all staying home we're all packing a little bit of weight everybody wants to shed those pounds too so we're trying some crazy fads right so i think that that's really interesting and i think that it's it's great to you know if you think it's going to be something that's beneficial for you to get you healthier but I think that kind of goes along sometimes. There's a fine line with stress eating with that and going along with that belief without research just because it's a fad. It, it is a little concerning. So so here's my recap. My recap is this. You tell a lie long enough and people will believe it. That's been written down in the most strategic manuals of combat and also in, in psychology. Right, so if you say something long enough, people will believe it. So that means that people are not either having the ability to find the information themselves, will not find it themselves, and they will defend whatever they think they believe is true or false. 
and then they will ultimately become their food, or the food will become them. Or the thoughts behind the food. <laughs> right. So, you know, in an esoteric life, right, you need your wits about you, you need your brain, you need your mind, you need your, your ability to function properly, and if your, your intake of food doesn't support that, I think that's when you are detrimental to yourself, right, with the food you eat, um, because this is an esoteric um, conversation we're having here, right? We're just trying to figure out how the food, you know, all of a sudden has life of its own. Yeah, you know, I agree. You, right? And I think that um, it's kind of like when we think about SO life and we think about ripple effects of things, I think one of the things that for me that is concerning is not so much the fat itself or anything like that, but I think sometimes what can become the detriment because people aren't consciously um, eating sometimes is the result. And sometimes the result can be, you know, aches and pains, whether mild or severe in certain areas, or All right, sometimes hold, hold anxiety on. or hold things on to, like hold that. Hold on to these thoughts, because it sounds like you're going into a separate section real quick there. But that's my recap, real <laughs> quick. You're so excited about eating and, and taking care of the world. But that's my recap. I think that people need to be a little bit more more open to understanding things not so close. And it's kind of hard. I don't know why, but obviously it's pretty hard. So, guess what happens now? Oh, you know that sound. <laughs> we have to talk about what now? L1. It's time for core causes. Why core do people... causes! Oh, why you, is this the case? You're going to find some core causes there for us? Mm, they're kind of simple, but kind of not. So, okay, let's talk about core causes. What do you got for core causes? What do you think is causing this throughout all of our people? Well, we mentioned this a little bit before when we were talking about the problem, but a big core cause is outside influences. Uh, changing what's accepted as healthy based on sales, based on who has the most money for advertising campaign, based on changing scientific research too. So are you, ta- are you trying to tell me in one way or another, and Luna 9, you can support this, this well, comment. Well, uh, there's Hang nothing on, for me to say. Wait. Let me say this. I, I 100% agree with L1 on this. What are you agreeing on? What's your agreement because she's talking about how like you know it's about we we go back to the word superstition you guys and i think that in the end you know she's right when we think about you know what we see out there the most it's based on who's got the most money to push the facts forth and we believe it so because of that sometimes it can be really difficult to get out of that and when you are not aware beyond that like let me give you an example of i think what luna's trying to get to right here's an example for you Right. So Dr. Joe Wallach, he goes around, you know, and he had to fight the FDA to say that fish oils were good. Very well-known story. Right. But the fact that you have to fight the FDA to tell people that fish oil, fish oils are, are good. Oh, he's the reason why you can say peanut butter's got omega-3. Yeah. Right. So, you know, the fish oils, the omega-3s. So the thing is, the, the, the fact that he has to fight the FDA to say anything or fight for a cause that should be your right to, to happiness, right? Your right, your right to having a better life and your right to the information to achieve that better life, that's kind of tricky to me. I don't know. I, I think that in life there shouldn't be a controversy of these things you're mentioning. I think it's weird, but here's what I think is even more weird. What I think is more weird is that people fight like if i say hey vitamins are good for you oh no let's just you know you're in water you know that's not good i'm like are you a scientist or you're a doctor have you researched no but you know i just know these things and i'm like wow how many more people are you telling this to 
You know, and that's the weird part. Are you part of the problem too, you humans? You know, this is the issue that I find really particular. I can understand a company or a corporation defending what they have, but I cannot understand an individual saying, I refuse to learn. Yeah, and you know, that is so funny. That's actually kind of where I was trying to go with that in my own way. I did lose my train of thought, but you caught it, and I'm thankful. I'm quick. I, I got you human pegged down. You know, I got a, I got a secret book. It's called the, it's called the Book of Esoteric Knowledge. It tells nice. me all about you humans. So, El, what do you think? That's part of the superstition, isn't it, though, that you want to fight all this stuff? I think so. And then, you know what? On the, They always say things that there's always um kind of like an opposite end of the spectrum thing here. There's way too much attachment to the science or what people think is the science of diet. Like, um, how many people... Have we run into that, you know, they could be keto, they could be vegan, they could be whole 30. And they attack and, each other. And they'll say flat out, I've read so many, du- and read so much research on this diet, and I know for a fact it works, and, and no more arguments. So esoterically, there's a problem with this, and I'll tell you what it is real, real quick. When you're born, you're sort of born with questions. And for the rest of your life, because nothing is, nothing is absolute, and you know that nothing is absolute. Well, I know that, you know, there's a sun and a moon. I'm like, well, there, there, there is. There's various suns and moons, but it doesn't mean it's going to shine for you 24-7. And it doesn't mean that it's there for you. It means that it's just there. You're happening to be using the sun that's coming down, and you figured out how the sun affects things, okay? So it's not yours. My point being is that, you know, when, when people go about this type of knowledge and science and they stick to it, they really are only answering the questions that they asked. They're not answering questions that they didn't ask. Like, what else is there that would support my lifestyle? Does it affect a certain region or a certain type of person? Does it affect someone with, you know, maybe your body doesn't absorb vitamin B, or maybe it'll absorb vitamin B throughout your childhood, but later right. on it doesn't absorb it anymore. Do you know about all that? Well, a lot of people say no. They're like, well, I just read a book on blank diet and it says it works, so I'm going to do it. Right, but then you sh- should look at that. That's good. I'm glad somebody put that out well, there, y- but you, you know, should look at it a little deeper. I think, mm-hmm. I think there's a trick here with those things too, though, because those, those fads or those diets, they do work, but how long for and what are the effects is it something that can be maintained long term or only for a certain time and then even if you do get those results what are some you know effects on your body like i know like if you eat too much protein it causes very dry skin Mm. and you start to get you know like the rosacea effect or too much fiber to an extent you think it's going to make you you know healthy when you eat vegetables but if you eat too many of one kind at a time that can cause a lot of bloating even pain too much vitamin a and too much cutting the cheese just (laughs) putting it out there cutting oh my god really with the cutting the cheese can't believe you actually said that so so i think what you're saying in, in in an encapsulated statement is that Something may work for a period of time, but not longer than that period of time, it starts becoming detrimental. So how do you know? Because you don't have all these machines stuck to you, right? Every time you walk around, you got this machine, beep, 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 beep. Okay, you took too much intake on this. You took too much intake on that, right? You don't, yep. you don't walk around like that. So that's more the reason why I don't see why people should fight each other well, I think, when they exchange knowledge. Well, you know, you know what I think one of the problems is, and I think it's just kind of dawning on me too, um, is that... When we think about these things, when you are fixed and focused on something that you believe in as Mm -hmm, a human, mm -hmm. people do not want to let go and back down. They're like, this is it. 
it's 100% this or nothing at all. And well, I think when it talks about superstition and these fads being a piece of that, you can definitely use it and embrace it for what it gives you. And then when the time is right and you like sense through your body or the way that your emotions are reacting or like the way your mood is shifting, you know, like out of instinct, like it, it speaks to you and you should be able to listen to yourself and be like, okay, I just, I feel like things are shifting. Maybe I should try something else. Wrap now. up core causes for me, L1, real quick. Sure, sure. So we've got. Thank you, Luna. I really like what you say, Luna. It's very. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. Nice. And I think that's going to be a so, good segue for our solutions. But if I were to sum it up, you got three main core causes here. You either got number one, superstition. You're just going with what other outside influences tell you, or you're going with, you know, quote, this is what I've always been taught, or it feels right. Superstition, no research. Or you have way too much attachment to the sciences. You know, this, and this, I've seen this trend a lot with fad diets. They're like, well, I read five books on this new diet, so I'm going to do it. So you got either too much attachment to science, too much um, attachment to superstition, and then finally, uh, and, and outside influences. And finally, third one is the idea that it's a stigma. The stigma that you become your food is considered new age nonsense. Big stigma. So I think it's another core cause here. Luna Nine, what's your, what's your wrap up on that topic? My wrap up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you conclude from just uh, the core causes? Give me a synopsis, a little... What did you get out of it? Well, I think that overall... Um, there is a lack of understanding. Uh, there's a surface level understanding about what we're told as people to eat. And I think overall we have a surface level understanding about what is healthy for us and what isn't. I think that because we do uh, become attached to superstition and science too much, sometimes we lose sight of that sixth sense um, about ourselves that, you know, gives us like the spidey sense, uh, receptors that say, Hey, like maybe you've had too much of this for a while. Maybe you should have a little bit of this. They're just like, no, I have to do this now. So I think that I must do it all. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So I think so far it's just, you know, uh, a lack of a deeper understanding, um, gotta get past the surface level uh gotta get past you know like the one-sided view at science and the superstition of a specific fad and take a look at the bigger picture okay and you know i think this all can be resolved with the theory that there should be no controversy i think Mm -hmm. that we're all here just to understand each other to listen and if it doesn't make sense don't do it but put it on the shelf say hey once upon a time somebody said something i might as well look at it I know we have busy lives and busy days, you know, where you have to go to work, come back, and it, it, somehow that whole manufacturing system where you are a cogwheel in, in the big industry of, of the world is kind of weird uh, because it doesn't give you the time to work towards stuff. And if you have a spouse or a friend or something like that that you hang out with, doesn't give you the time to research with you, and it's always contradicting everything you say or, or not letting you move on, then I can understand also that you don't have the time to find out for yourself. I get it. I get, get all that. But in the end, you're going to pay the price. In the end, I think that that food, hmm, I don't know. You're going to become that food. And I, and I think so. My, my caption on this is, I think we need to stop pointing the finger to each other and start trying to understand what, how that works, how long that works, why that works, who does that work for. And I think if we did that, we'd be better off. Oh, no. It is that moment. Breach it. Breach it. Tell me what it is I need to know. 
I need to know the solution. <laughs> I know, I sound like a crazy guy. <laughs> it was just right. You think so? <laughs> All right, guys, boys and girls, let's get down to some really nitty-gritty stuff that's called solutions, because you're not going to leave our radio show without having something to work on. No, this is all about learning. And if this guy happens <laughs> to knock on your door, just don't open up. Say, I'm sorry, Coco, you don't have a warrant to mess up my mind. L1, solutions. Okay. Luna 9, solutions. Well, you know, attitude, I think, is just as important as what you eat. I think that's the whole... That was the whole conclusion that I think we were getting to, especially when Mother assigned this topic. You know, attitude is just as important as what you eat. So first of all, if you're the type of person who eats based on scientific research and what, what the trends are out there and or what, however old the knowledge is, awesome. It's, it's, in fact, I give you guys big kudos. You know, like it, you should be thinking critically. You should be finding out. However, learn to let go and be open-minded. Don't be so attached to the research. I said attached. Don't be so attached. (laughs) Attached. I heard that, right? Yeah. Now, second of all, for those of you who are eating for culture, they might say, well, you know what? I I eat because my culture tells me that this is good for me. I'm not going to tell you to stop doing that either. Be aware of it, though. Just be aware of why you're eating something. If it's because you like it, just because it tastes good. I'm not going to tell you to give me scientific research on why you're eating a lollipop. If you just tell me you enjoy it, great. Own it. Be aware of why you're doing it. Just be aware of why you're doing what you're doing. You know? Cool deal. I think that in the attitude department, I would go with uh, remove the sadness from your life. Because sadness uh, produces, you know, other chemicals in your body. and, And let's face it, when you're sad, you just... Eat or you don't eat. Oh, you took what I was gonna say. I did. <laughs> I am so sorry, Luna Nine, and I know I know exactly why you were gonna say that. You know why? Do you know why? Because <laughs> I know why. I'll give you a chance. <laughs> Go ahead, redeem yourself. Why would I redeem why? myself? G- grab it. Gra- grab listen. it. Listen. Why? Why would you go that route? Well, listen. Go what, ahead. I just want to hear it straight what, out. Why would was, you go that route? With the sadness. Hard. Uh, uh, well, what I was gonna good. say, because I'm not gonna fill in the blanks to your statement. Ooh, so. Oh, <laughs> no, we got burned. <laughs> no, we got burned again. Just kidding. What do you got? But um, what I was gonna say is kind of like an opposition to what the tone has been to the previous statements we've made. Like, in a way, like if you, if you, thank you. Point for me. I get a point for. So if you if you only have like vegetables at the time, if you only have grains, if you only have uh, you know some meat to eat at the time, don't beat yourself up either and say, oh well, I've got to have this other stuff. Like, hey, like it's okay also to just relax a little bit and not beat yourself up about it and give thanks for the food that you have. You know, being thankful and also blessing your food and you know, I know. Well, this by may blessing sound- you mean like project? Does it? Oh, thank you, food for no, me. No, 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 no. I would starve without you. No, what I'm talking about is when you, and this may sound a little cheesy, guys, but in a way, when you you. send a message of love to your food, when you think love, when you think health, when you think vitality, harmony, peace, when you think that as a projection and then you push it forward to infuse your food with it, by default, anything that doesn't resonate at that frequency should 
leave. And I'm not saying that your first time you're going to get it 100% of the time, you guys, but practice makes better. Right. And, you know, when you are able to do that and give thanks to your food, you know, that can make a world of difference for you, for your attitude, for your mood, for your body. And it's important because that will make it happier as a whole and it will relinquish sadness. So here's one thing. That's great. That, you know, backed up with, you know, if you have the science and the knowledge to know what to eat. Like, we're not saying drink arsenic with an attitude of gratitude and expect it not to do anything. Oh, you did not go there. Uh, You, the human lover, said that? I am, because people... You miss Miss Huggies? (laughs) Miss, I want to hug the world? What we're saying is if you... You couple, you couple the listen. You couple the knowledge plus the emotional gratitude. You can almost make any meal work for you. Any food, you know. Anyway, go on. (laughs) No, no, I really, I really appreciate that you said that. Actually, Uh, I think I was going to say a few more little tidbits about the emotional or the attitude. You know, Luna Nine's always very in tune with how things feel. You know, I mean, she can spot a sad kitty or a happy kitty and she, she can see all the little subtle expressions in, in life or a plant or something you know we've, we've we've had plants here before a little you know cut off little flowers you know and we put them in a vase and normally they don't last very long but with Luna around they seem to last like two three weeks longer for some weird reason her vibratory frequency just reaches out to those things and say live just a little bit longer <laughs> Right? It's weird, but it, it works. And there's some scientists, sign, uh, science to back that up. But for some of the other folks that haven't had the opportunity, you know, to read the book and, and look at the TAF files and understand, you know, a little deeper research to this, you know, remove the sadness from your life, first of all. Don't even ask why. Look, you weren't born to be sad. Just, just right off the bat, get rid of it. Somebody makes you sad, you go, y'all making me sad. Well, I'm sorry you're making me sad. I'm just speaking my mind. You're still making me sad. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. Why are you making me sad for? I'm not trying to make you sad. I'm trying to just express myself. I'm like, I'm going to have to close the door now. Well, well, right? Hang well, on, hang on, hang on. So I want you to remove those toxic relationships. I want you to get rid of them right away. Because I think that when you feel good about yourself and happy, food doesn't drag you in and go, psst, psst, come here, come here. I want you to eat me. <laughs> right? It just doesn't happen. <laughs> so you got to be aware of that. And then, you know, be aware that, you know, Happy chemicals also make you want to eat food. I'm just so happy. Drink, drink, eat, eat. Oh, party, party. Eat, eat, drink, drink. So you're going to have to look at your ratios. You have to be in in a balance of the pendulum swing. You can't be at extreme ends of like total like euphoric happiness where everything is fine and you eat a bag of french fries (laughs) or everything is terrible and you eat a bag of french fries. I know. (laughs) It's like you're fine. So you have a couple of french fries. What the paradox? It's okay. (laughs) Oh, Kuka, you're not good. Kuka, you're not gonna get our people today. Well, that's that's where the knowledge comes in, right? You know, just, you just know what your know what your tolerances are. So attitude, those are the things I wanted to share with attitude. What do you got? Anybody else? How about thinking for yourself and finding out? That's what Luna and I was saying, right? Well, yeah, and you know that that's also difficult because it's like you think for yourself and it's like well what do you think about everything about superstition? Are you at a surface level way of understanding? I think honestly, um, keep digging a little deeper, and I think. When I when I want to say think for yourself and find out when you maybe have an urge or when you're eating something or maybe after you finish eating, like see how you feel about that, you know, 
How does that make you feel better? Do you feel lethargic? Do you feel like you have a burst of energy? You Is just it said too something much important. energy and does it crash? Like You said something really important because here's here's the issue now. I want to get this right right there where, while it's growing in your head. You mentioned see how you feel about something, right? And mm -hmm. and think about that for a second. If you're esoterically inclined and you have this intuition about something, right? You may need to really feel that intuition we can get into the science of you know neurons in the gut and neurons in the heart and and you know and and your um your immune system trying to communicate to you hey there's something wrong and whatever we can get into science some other time but if you get like hey i just have to have a pickle i i need a pickle <laughs> i need a pickle yeah that pickle might mean hey you know there's something wrong with you or something right with you or something that a pickle can 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 help if your blood sugar drops a little bit low and you don't know maybe you're you know predisposition to something and your blood sugar dro drives low your body's going to crave something that it was trained to find so that it can bring you back up but then you got to do a lunar night test figure it out what what what's going on there and you know, I think an easier way to think about it also is talk about it with your group. And when, I, when I'm when i saying your group, I mean, in a way, there's kind of four of you. There's... Me, myself, and I, and sometimes... <laughs> what? So, actually, pretty much, you've got... And you thought I was crazy. You've got your spirit, your mind, you've got your heart slash soul, and then you've, uh, you've got your... <laughs> there you go. And then you've got your personal identity... In, a, in an ego human fashion, which is you. You just call it you, but it's you. And then you've got the other parts of you, the deeper esoteric parts of you. So take a moment to see how all of those pieces of you react to what you're eating. I think you can sum what you're saying up with love yourself, quite frankly. Because mm. if you love yourself, Give you Give yourself do those the time and respect yourself enough to, to, to do that. Yeah. Fabulous. So you have to love yourself. Is there anything else we, we can help our, our fellow viewers, our, our DKV resistance? I mean, just maybe one more thing. I think we kind of already mentioned it, but, you know, I do want to say, you know, especially for the part of your mind that's just not as maybe smart to know what you need, because it's like, how do you know what you need? It's like, well, yeah, there's official nutritionists out there. There's doctors out there. There's scientists out there. And they're not always right. But they're they not help. always right, but they, they do help. And yeah. guess what? They've spent more time researching this than probably you have. So and, and don't forget they're human, too. They're going to be yeah. stuck on answering questions. You know, that they if they became a doctor, trust, they're going to give you doctor advice, not esoteric advice or or uh, naturopathic advice. Yeah. Right. They, but if they, they're going to do whatever they decided yeah, to do. And if you go to an expert, you're going to get an you're going to get the advice centered around that. So if you go to a nutritionist, they're going to tell you information centered around nutrition not so much uh what a physician would say yeah so don't go blaming them well doctor you know i heard from my nutritionist and yeah. it's not gonna yeah. work right you know so. i think just be your own scientist while looking at professional resources because you know like they said they know a lot more about these things in a way that you do unless you're also into nutrition or into the specific type of research but also when you look at that you know like things sometimes only go to a certain extent or sometimes it's 100% right in a specific scenario so just keep digging recap l1 so you know let's let's take a look at this so obviously attitude is just as important as what you eat um, you know, no sadness, toxic relationships, um, have awareness, correct ratios and keep up. So it sounds like a lot of work, but guess what? Being alive, living life on your terms requires conscious effort. 
um, think for yourself and find out, you know, like if, if you're eating something and you don't know why, dig a little deeper, you know, like if you got a pickle craving, it's like, it's okay to have a pickle every now and again, but if it's been three weeks and all you can think about is pickles, you, you might need to, to look into some what's going on. So do the research, be your own scientist, ref, ask a nutritionist if you're not sure, like if, if you're not sure that the data you've, you found is enough. Um, if you've, and we're not saying that you have to scientifically prove everything to us, you know, to, to yourself of why you're going to eat something. If you're eating something because you just enjoy it, go for it. Fine. Embrace it. Be grateful for it. Um, and if you're the type who's like, well, I would prefer to back up all of my diet choices with science. Fine. But be open minded. And then finally, don't point the finger at someone else don't condemn somebody else's eating choices don't don't lash out at someone who's trying to give you some advice um you know don't the, the last, that's the last thing you need to do is create division you know they might have something or hey if you want to if you're eating something that's backed up by science and your friend's eating something for the sheer enjoyment of it don't condemn them <laughs> let them enjoy it that's probably one of the only few times they have to enjoy themselves so leave them alone <laughs> So what you're saying, L1, is next time that I go out on a road trip and I see an RCA cola, 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 RCA, RC cola, 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 <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, Royal with, RC as in Royal Crown Cola? Yeah, and then I see a moon pie. Oh, moon pie. You're going to say, the Novi can have his... Cola, 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 and moon pie. I right. would just say as long as you're driving <laughs> and you don't fall asleep at the wheel from a sugar crash, I'm fine. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I'm not gonna lie, I actually really do like those pickle snacks on the go. <laughs> those and, are really good. And they stink. The spicy pickles. They yeah. oh, I love, Every no, time I love she them. opens one, I'm, open, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling down the windows. I'm like, can I make it a little better without passing out? I love those pickles. He doesn't even let me get into the BTS mobile until I'm done with my pickles, guys. L1, what's your guilty pleasure? <laughs> Come on. Sour cream and onion. No, sour Yuck. cream and cheddar potato oh chips. Oh, my God. Oh, she that loves those things. That smells bad in the car, too. They do. So I have to eat those outside, too. <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's my favorite craving? Anybody? Yoo-hoo. Moon pies. I don't, I don't have Yoo-hoo's anymore. Um, I, gave, I gave that Any up one of those uh, store-bought snack cakes. The pink uh, ones, right? With the, with which, the, with the I'd say white whichever. Coca-Cola um, flex on it. No, I'm still uh, let's see, candy bars. Dunkin' Donuts Boston cream. Yeah. Oh, yes. Donuts. Oh, my God. Uh, Any you, kind of Dunkin' Donuts sandwich. I am growing yeah. by the moment, getting larger. <laughs> I can your feel the funny. force your, within your, me. Your craving is all sugar-based. Ours is more salt-based. But yeah. you know what? You're talking about DNA. I grew up in a tropical island. There you bro. go. And then I was moved to German, so I'm kind of stuck yeah. between sweets and, and, and steak. Well, a lot of rich chocolates and... Yeah, the good yeah. tasting chocolate in Oh my god, you guys. Can we talk about my two-week addiction with black cherries? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. How many? Those are good. That was like a two-pound-a-day snack. So I see this truck coming in. <laughs> beep, 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 right? And I'm like, what in the world? And they come out with a crate full of black cherries. I'm like, no, that's got to be a loony. <laughs> and then I'm looking at her from her window, just pits falling down. I'm like... These pits gotta grow. They You're saying there are pits falling from her window? <laughs> yeah. And then you see this little hand on the other side throwing them out. Pitting, pitting, pitting. <laughs> you, you think they're birds. Nope, it's Luna. 
All right, guys, thank you very much for joining us today on our wonderful show. I hope that you find your way through life. And if not, just give us a call. Don't forget that you can reach out to us at, um, what is it, aftermath.becomethesource.com. We'll go ahead and respond to you. And also, you can also go to our go to our forum, chat a little bit, stay a while, you know, read some things, you know. Don't forget to becomethesource.com. You can find all the information that you probably would like and want. And don't forget that every time we offer you one of our exciting products here, it really will save your life. You will like it after a while. Trust me. <laughs> L1, closing comments for today. Well, what I was just saying is grow up about your attitude with food already. Enjoy it. Have an attitude of gratitude and stop, stop using food as an excuse to fight with your brothers and sisters. Give me that potato chip, that young boy. Yeah, that, that <laughs> just one, grow the, up already. The big one. <laughs> Luna 9. Well, you know, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been a real fun time with you guys. Hope to see you again soon. And may you become the source. And that is it, my dear fellow DKV resistance. Remember, you are humanity's last hope. L1. Well... May you become the source. Luna 9. Goodbye, you guys. Till next time. <laughs> <laughs>